I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner's podcast, Absolute Radio. You can put that in any order you like. Mm. Uh, I'm with Emily and Gareth. Hello. What a show that was. It was an odd. It was odd. Uh, it was strange. The odder they get, the it. more I like them. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was... Uh, I felt it was one of those days when I really felt the strange link with the listeners. I felt there was a cosmic... As if there was vapours emanating from me and going into their nostrils, like that bit when Tom, the Tomcat in Tom and Jerry, the Tom Tom, mm. who used the Tom Tom when he was driving. When he, remember when he used to smell like a fish cooking and he used to, actually, he used to go into his nostrils and he used to float up and float towards... A Pepe Le Pew. It, no, because Pepe Le Pew was an unpleasant smell. No oh, one right. would float towards that. They would be recoiled. Mm. Oh, but I felt yeah. that today. I felt like a cosmic closeness to everyone. They loved us. They sent us so many emails and texts. Yeah, oh, nice. man. They loved us. It's yeah. a, a great way of looking at it. <laughs> you loved us, listener. Yeah, but what's important, what I'm saying is I love them. Yes. Do you understand? No, we love, we love it them. Was, it was, there was love in the room today. Yeah. Uh, Reese Shearsmith was on from um, League of Gentlemen. He, he was, was lovely, um, yeah. surprising. Not, it wasn't surprising. I expect him to be funny, but I didn't think he'd be such a nice... And sort of down to earth chat. Did you think he'd look like Papa Lazarou? I thought, I thought he'd be sort of sort of sinister in some way, but he was he was uh, uh, very good. I think again, I think in some way, I think it's one of the best shows we've ever done. Mm. <laughs> Big words. <laughs> Big words. Big words. But now you get the chance to test it, and that's good, mm. isn't it? Because yeah. you're going to listen to it now, and then you can say you can write in and you can put it. It's the seventeenth show. You can write in and tell us. Let's which, just where let you'd them listen. Okay, just yeah. Why do Why do you need this? Just listen. Absolute Radio. I'm uh, Frank Skinner. I'm on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily and Gareth. What else? What are the sentence that begins? I'm. <laughs> I'm in quite quite a strange mood this morning. I don't know quite what it is. I feel what is I, it? I feel agitated. Yeah, you up. are a bit agitated. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I you didn't are. sleep. I kept waking as if something uh, mm. something portentous. I did that. I had quite disturbing dreams tonight. Tonight, <laughs> well, tonight. Well, that is portentous. It is. Yeah, if you had them tonight. I have all my dreams in advance. It saves it's, time. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And then one can edit as yeah. well because there are some dreams that just a waste of time. Mm. Well, don't talk. You're not gonna, are you going to talk, we about, not talk dreams? about dreams? No, I'm not going to talk about dreams. People who talk about dreams now. It's I worse can't. than hearing about people's problems. I cannot bear it. <laughs> also, I, it's worse than hearing about people's boring lives. <laughs> I tell you something. I I never believe people who talk about their dreams because Don't you? because there's no way that anything any of it can be checked. <laughs> I always think our oh, people make up interesting dreams. Just as, that's things that they've really thought, and they're trying to dress it up as a dream, so it's so it's okay to say. Mm. So, that's why I think that's so kind well, of suspicious. In your dark sci-fi universe, you would have a way to check what people are dreaming. Well, that so would that be good. When, um, with my dreams, you can check them because I've dreamt them all in advance. Yeah, with my dreams, I'd like to sky plus them because there's some dreams I'd like to keep. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, none of my dreams last night were keepers. They're things I'd much. Can I just say forget. you are now talking about dreams? Well, so both yeah, of you shut I think, up. I think talking about it in the abstract. Okay. Is that what hey, I- listen, Frank. We've just had Deborah Terry has just um, emailed in to say, "Wow, Frank, what a brilliant start to the show!" Because she was very pleased to hear Susie at eight a.m. Well, that is good. Yeah. I, th- I think people expect at this time of the day if it's going to be Coldplay. 
And then they yeah, get exactly. Susie and the Banshees. Well, I appreciate that. What was the name of that? Her name is Deborah Terry. Thank you, Deborah. I appreciate that very much indeed. People, uh, we, we got told off for not reading out the names of people yeah. who emailed in, and because we thought, oh, the names. What does that matter? <laughs> but obviously, we very much appreciate you uh, texting us anything on uh, eight twelve fifteen. If you don't give our... your name, I'll make up a name. For don't, you. don't do that. People like I'll that even because <laughs> yeah, I don't think we should attribute. We should just... Uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah. I tell you something that happened to me. I was walking along the south bank of the Thames in, in, in London, which is a large conurbation. It's your in garden. The yeah, more or less. And um, there was... You know when you see those crocodiles of kids, like school kids all marching together? And there was, like, a load of kids. And there was a teacher. And he was pointing across the river. And he said, and they're over there... That, you, see, you see that white building next to it? He said, that's Westminster Abbey, where all the kings and queens are buried. And uh, one of the kids went, way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was a Republican, <laughs> but he seemed to be celebrating somehow the, the deaths of, the, of our royal family. And, and then the bloke said, and, and he's a very famous man, suddenly pointed at me. <laughs> and I thought, well, very's pushing it, but we'll, we'll let it rest. And then I walked a bit further, because these kids were kind of, they were about seven, I suppose. So I walked a bit further down, and they said, in about 20 of them in unison went Frank Skinner it was a really weird moment wow they're going to think you're always there yeah. yeah whenever they see you now they'll be like oh that's Frank Skinner he's the guy who hangs around on yeah. the south bank yeah he's the guy that stands opposite the uh, the royal family's carnage spot that the the Westminster Abbey thing yeah so it was an interesting um, it's what it must be like to be proper famous that school kids call your name in unison but hey I enjoyed it Absolute Radio that was all together now arguably the, the best football song of all time <laughs> <laughs> we didn't no, jump yeah. in we were definitely in trouble not. definitely world in motion <laughs> yes so That's anyway fun. yes it's hot it's been hot hasn't it I love oh, we, it. We've reached the stage. We're already talking about the weather. <laughs> I'm I'm loving it. I like it when it's so hot. There's um, pensioners in pensioners on the pavement. <laughs> As I think Morris did, Morrissey did a song. Pensioners on the pavement. I know. Sounds like the sort of thing he might do. Do you yeah. know what? The only thing I think about the hot weather though is I feel sorry for British guys because you're rubbish. You don't know how to deal with it. Because like continental men are really good. They've got the the really quick, hasty lech down to a fine art. Oh, the leching element. Yeah. Because there's all this flesh on display and you're yes. really bad at it. Like, they, you take so long over it because you're not used to it. Yeah, it's it's a real... I don't know what the politics of it is. That I mean, if you see a woman in an incredibly short skirt and nice legs, I always think, you know, if you look, it's a bad thing. But mm. if you don't look, it seems so unnatural. And um, I don't know if women want you to look. I, I sat on the tube. Opposite. Yes, I used the tube. Get over it. <laughs> I sat on the tube and um, I've got an oyster cut. You have not. I have. I bet it's gold. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can you get a gold oyster cut? You've I got think one. it would be pearl, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, so this woman sat opposite me in a, in a very, I mean, a very short skirt and, um, and a very attractive woman. And I looked, I, I knew the legs were there. I could see them in my periphery vision, the slightly browned limbs. But I thought, I'm not, look, I'm not, I, I felt not only was she looking at me in a kind of a, you just try it mm. kind of a way, but everyone on the, I felt the whole carriage were thinking, if you look at her legs, we're going to pull the communication cord, even though there isn't actually one on the, on the tube. So I didn't look. And that seems crazy. I, I'm, I'm crippled by political correctness. Well, I think it's funny because when you notice a part of 
a lady's body. Yes. I, I feel like, oh no, I better not look at it. And then I think, oh no, well, I've obviously already looked at it. Yes. Because I know it's there. <laughs> and then that's very difficult to do. But we don't mind you looking. Okay. Just for oh, the record. speak on behalf yeah, of all women, I will. All womankind. We don't mind you looking, but just be a bit quick about it. So see it like <laughs> oh, a kind of... Oh, that's worse. See it? No, it shouldn't. Yeah, that's it's what like, you say about everything. It's, <laughs> it's like a football one-two, like, like glance ledge. Like, really quickly, like mm. that. Oh, no, I can't live with that. I mean, that's... It's much like... better. You're like pensioners trying to text or something. It just takes forever. It's yeah, like, that's... just hurry up. Y- you're right, I am like a pensioner <laughs> trying, trying to... Dragging take... into an alleyway is always too much. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to start defending... I'm going to start stepping in front of these women with that black and yellow tape that the police <laughs> yeah. are saying, got nothing to see here. Come on, move along. Come on. If there's a time period, right, you need to give us an exact time so that we can time it. So you that just we can look, look for too the long. amount of time that you we're allowed to You just looked at my top too long, Really? There. Okay, yeah. that was too much. Fine. <laughs> well, that's it. Now we're now talking about it. Now we know where we are. I now know. we're talking about I it. I don't know where to look at all now. No, there's we're four women by, in the studio. We're surrounded by women, Frank. I'm just going to look at your crotch. <laughs> that is all I'm going <laughs> to... Frank has just pulled his top up. Oh, my God. Come on, not bad for 52. That's very good. I was thinking of having a tattoo... That said, not bad for fifty-two, <laughs> which I could have updated each each birthday. <laughs> what do you think? Like crossed out and then yeah. Well, mm. eventually I'd cross out the whole thing. Probably yeah. I just cross out the knot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting idea. I don't have a tattoo. No. Do you I, have a tattoo? No, I have no tattoos. No, Emily? I have I have one here on my chest, but you wouldn't know. Oh, I made you look. <laughs> oh, I fell for the old cleavage trick. What a fool I've made of on myself. On your chest, is it a tattoo of a pair of glasses? <laughs> it's a tattoo that says what you're looking at, pervert. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. And if you'd like to text us about anything, really, I mean anything. Yeah. Anything. Um, Someone called Fiji. Oh, hold on, I'm going to do the number. Have you never heard radio before? (laughs) It's 8, 12, 15. Right? That number again, 8, 12, 15. (laughs) Okay, you were saying. Do you want to hear what I'm going to say now? Yeah. Um, Someone called Fiji Matt says, in reference to what we were saying about the whether you look at women debate, says, look, it's our God-given right. That's what he thinks. Interesting. (laughs) It's obviously a very religious man. Is he a prayer, Matt? Prayer, Fiji, Matt. I'm sorry. I, oh. can, we that, can we do that again? Oh, it's, what is live? Prayer, I should have told us that earlier. <laughs> um, sorry. So yeah. Well, that's good. I tell you, uh, you went to uh, there was a Blur trailer on there. I don't know if yeah. you were listening to it because I, often, often we fade everything that goes out and just talk about unless it's one of my tracks. Then I make them listen. You went to see Blur. Yeah, I went to see Blur on Thursday night, and it was Blur for me. Are uh, like they were the band when I was kind of 15. And you're at that point where you're going, who am I? What do I want to be? And they came along and just encapsulated everything that I wanted from life. So who are you then? I am, I'm Damon from Blur. Oh, are you? <laughs> if at all possible, oh, okay. I am Damon from Blur. And it was absolutely brilliant. And, and it was funny because it's all about, you know, they um, Graham and Damon have got back together, which I think is a beautiful thing. Oh, spare me the first names, yeah. for goodness sake. Yes, <laughs> like, OK. But they've, got, they've become friends again. And people thought it would never happen and that they'd never work together again. And I went with a mate that I haven't seen for seven years. And we just got, we got in touch on Facebook and he said, do you want to go and see Blur? So it was like we were going, we had a reunion 
to go and why see. Why hadn't you seen him for seven years? Just was, like, was there, a, was there a, a, a boss stop? We didn't. Well, we used to be in a very successful Britpop band, <laughs> and then we drifted apart. I no, don't, that's true. No, it? it's not. And um, we just, yeah, no. I just, I'm not very good. I moved around quite a lot, and I'm not very good at keeping in touch with people. But yes. I find when I'm friends with someone, like you know, when you get back together, it doesn't matter. Are you part of the government's uh, witness protection <laughs> program? You're one of those well, people. We just moved on a lot. Okay. <laughs> my family. Okay. Fair. Yes. All right. <laughs> After people want to build on the waste ground, they want yes. us to move. I can have a vision of you leaving a flat at midnight through the window, <laughs> suitcases. Okay, but they yeah. were. It was a good gig. Wasn't it, it was absolutely fantastic. Who's and the one that makes cheese? And that's Alex, the oh, bass okay. player, Alex James. Like I, I, just thought, I thought that was a, just some, a text that someone had sent in. <laughs> and in quite, they were in a, a very early morning pub quiz. Now, I've seen somebody from About, the uh, in The Guardian. Now, he makes cheese, doesn't he? That was a, that's quite an accurate was a, impersonation yeah, of me. There yeah. was a dairy industry-themed very early morning pub quiz going on somewhere in South London. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was, a good question. Who makes cheese? Sorry, carry on. There was a brilliant moment when, um, like, Nathan, who's the guy I went with, he likes really obscure stuff, and we were talking about what, what tracks we'd like <clears throat> them to play. You mean musically? Uh, musically, Not like, yeah. you know, the venerable beads writings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and um, he said that there's this track called Oily Water, which is one of the most obscure Blur songs you'll ever come across. They actually sing it through a megaphone. Oh, Marky Smith was doing that for the fall. I was going to say, that sounds like Marky Smith, the fall of the best. We're not talking about the fall. We must talk about the fall. Yeah, no, but they do that. And then the thing is, in one of the breaks, he shouted it out. He shouted out oily oily water as a joke. Mm. But they did it. Well, as they, a request. They played it. I don't think they... I think they were going to do it anyway. How many people were at that gig? It was in Hyde Park. There were 70,000. There were 55,000 people. And there. they heard your mate shout Eileen well, Water and said, that's a good idea. Well, they definitely... Like, we were quite near the front. It was It was the best thing that's... I think it was the best, best thing that's ever. ever happened to you. Well... This is a man who had a baby <laughs> about four weeks. I just hope your wife, Laura, is listening well, is to the this. Well, is the icing on the cake? Yes. Was there it a cake? Was, it was. Um, there was no cake brought in here from the from the birth. <laughs> well, that's. I'm glad you enjoyed the, the blur. Brilliant, and and so and absolute are gonna. They're playing the whole thing at five o'clock on Saturday, Sunday. So it's very. We're very on message. You're such a corporate I man. That's the, you're, what a company man you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I should be listening to that. Absolute radio. We've had some rather unusual uh, emails in. Emails or texts or both. What does it matter? Okay, if you want to email us. Um, Use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I can't keep these numbers in my head. I'm used to just pressing a button. That's terrible. <laughs> right. Um, someone called Mary Poulton from Wofford. I'm sure that's Watford. No, it could be Wofford. Oh, is it? Okay. Maybe um, she's just got a very broad accent. <laughs> Wofford. says, Frank, you have such cool musical taste. I'm loving it. That's why I thought it was a little bit unusual. Oh, Mary. Yeah. Oh, Mary. <laughs> There's someone else. Mary. There isn't a song with Mary in it. I'm thinking of one of those. Mary had a little lamb. That's a nursery rhyme. Why have you given it some rock Paul to? McCartney brought oh, okay. that out as a single. I Speaking of that. lamb, I was... Uh, I heard myself... I was going to order lamb in the restaurant the other day. I was Speaking with, of lamb? Yeah. We mentioned lamb. And we was in the restaurant, and I was, I was, I was, looking, I was looking at the line of lamb. And um, I, was, I said, what do you think about lamb today? And Gareth went... And I said... Uh, <laughs> Too hot for lamb, and um, I'm thinking it'd be a great title if ever I bring out a rock album. It could be called Too Hot for Lamb, right? 
And there could be a, it's like a live album. At one point, they go, Too hot for them! And the crowd all go, Meh! <laughs> you! And uh, we'd have a whole thing going. So, what else has been sent in? I told you this, I was in an odd mood this you morning. You really are. Yeah. Extraordinary. I think it might um, be those acrylic pyjamas. So, Paul in Leeds has said, Frank, do you think it's acceptable to wear odd socks? Well, I'll tell you something. I, Why are you um, just answering like it's a normal question? That's I quite weird. I think well, some girls are, uh, and some young people do it as an affectation. Oh, okay, yeah. I um, I, I think if they're in, I, I go for ones that are in the same ballpark, colour wise. When I used to have my school holidays, I I would pick a pair of socks and wear them for the whole school holidays because I thought it's school holidays, and I would wear the same <laughs> socks for like six weeks. What? I'd get wow. to the point after about three weeks, it becomes possible to get your socks on the wrong feet. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually uncomfortable. There's like the bulb, the bulb of the big toe indentation <laughs> leaves a lot of gap around the little toe area. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's okay with odd socks. I don't okay. like it when people wear a red one and a yellow one in a, in a kind of a, you know, look at me, I could be a great BBC children's presenter kind of a way. Yes, I know what you mean. Mm. I tell you how I judge people, not by their socks. I judge people, this is a little bit idiosyncratic, I'll admit it, by their key rings. Ah. I think you can judge a lot by by someone's key ring, because people, you know, they select them usually. And you get people who get like a football club key ring mm. or whatever. Yes, you think someone um, presents well, something of their soul through their I key think ring. if someone gave me a, a key ring out, just out of the blue in a sealed envelope and I looked at it, I'd be able to say some things about that person which would be quite accurate from their choice. If they'd chosen it, you know, not, not one that... Not, not if you saw mine. Well, I don't know what... I, I must have seen your key ring in the past. Well, let's get key rings out. <laughs> let's yeah, see I, what, what's I'm sure we've been to parties where all our keys are <laughs> It's a very useful skill at those sorts You've of parties. You've so seen my key ring. Um, <laughs> my key ring says Chav Scum. I can't believe you've... It says Chav yeah. Scum. Is that bad? Is oh, that so you... Is it, <laughs> you don't even have the Conservative Party <laughs> and that was a gift. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, my I... sister got it for me. Okay, is she Chavscom? No, but she just—I think she was just... it ironic. Yeah, I'm slightly taken aback. I hate that I you have to, to ask say. whether if it's there's ironic. any Chavscom listening. I mean, come on, no <laughs> offence. So, uh, I'll adverts. I think then. Uh, well, Tim, why don't you why don't you text in with what your keyring is, and I'll just tell me your keyring, and I'll tell you what kind of person you are. What about that? That's on eight twelve fifteen. Absolute radio. <sighs> People think they got the wrong station, aren't they? <laughs> too hot for lamb. So, um, I tell you what's too hot for lamb. What the keyring text in? <gasps> Has there been a cavalcade? They oh, it's gone crazy. I love that word. An avalanche. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. There's been an avalanche. Oh, fan- this is we've finally found something that people couldn't be bothered to text in about. That's thank you all. They love yes. it. Okay, so you know what? I love them. I've Aww. started to feel that the listeners yeah. are kind of like my mates who I go out with on a Saturday morning. What about that? Yes, that's just happened. <laughs> it has just that's, happened. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's it really like, nice. it's, it's made me feel. Um, to what for them? Okay. <laughs> what, 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 what? So we're going to read you the key rings and you're going to tell I'm gonna us t- about I'm going to give you a character analysis. Go on, I'm okay. ready. So, Adam at work, I have amateur gynaecologist on my key ring. Hmm. Idiot. Yes. <laughs> and what, I, well, I don't, I, oh, I'm not sure about that, Adam. Adam. <laughs> no. I mean, think about it. <laughs> yes. Um, well, if I ever meet you, come and say hello, but don't expect a handshake. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Jane from Torquay, um, my key ring is a Staples reward tag. 
A Staples reward. Staples, pack. the stationery shop. Oh. That, I don't know what a reward... I'm saying you're a very um, orderly person. Very. I love stationery, I have to say. Mm. Oh, man, put me in a stationery shop. I buy those little collared things that you put on the top of I uh, love bits stationery. of paper. Oh, man, uh, she started just, me now on this. I could really... I get so excited about stationery. A stationery shop with blur in. Oh, <laughs> yes. that would be incredible. What about a stationery shop with blur in? <laughs> <laughs> For me, you need sawdust as soon as possible. What do you think about Andy? I think she's a very orderly set, uh, mm. woman, very yes. in control of her life. Mm. Mm. Very good. What do you think of Andy from Wakefield, who has a Jack Daniels bottle opener and a Tesco's club card? Well, I think he's very good company, and uh, I'm surprised the ring pull element of the, of the club card hasn't removed the bottle opener necessity of the other. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm starting to sound like Derek Akora. <laughs> in the spirit world, oh man, he's happy in the this spirit is world. Spooky. Is the spirit world a section of Tesco's? I'm, I'm suspecting it is. <laughs> uh, Mike Hearing says, Jazzercise. Bet you don't know what that is, Pam. Jazzercise almost certainly will be a sort of aerobics thing that yes. one goes yeah. to and dances. Not to jazz, but to sort of jazz funk. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? For a lady of a certain age. Well, I don't know. I think she might be a bit younger than your average mm. jazzercise person. I think she's, you know, she's... Uh, the workout gear would effort. be pink, definitely. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I don't think she'd go as far as a leg warmer because she'd consider that to be too much. She might wear a baseball cap and pull a ponytail through the bit at the back where you have the sort of adjustment strap. Yeah, I think she's a little <laughs> bit quirky. That's some. That's another way I judge people, actually. <laughs> is it? I have a look. If someone's got a baseball cap on, say, on the boss or something, yes, I use the boss. I, um, I, I see how many holes they've used, and if they've only used two or three holes, I think they must have a very small brain. <laughs> another bo- this is interesting Simon has a bottle opener and the male symbol so a circle and an arrow yes I know the male symbol <laughs> don't worry about that is it, is it a bottle opener that is the male symbol because the male symbol you could it, use that it would, be, it would make a very good if it's not opener. that that oh, yeah. is an excellent idea That's, for if anyone here makes bottle openers we should um, no don't we should do that Frank oh I can't be bothered oh as if you're okay. going to do that I mean god how much money do I need so um, you, you could make uh, a 3D male symbol and then you can use yes. the, the and then arrow. The, the, the circle and of oh, the arrow. Oh. Could, the arrow you could, could just... You hook. could do both. You could, you know, you have, you have the circular ones and then the thing that you put over the bottle like that and you could I'm have bored. a Are you one. bored now? I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. It's the worst conversation you've ever had. If well, the producers of Dragon's Den are listening, we want to come on, please. If the producers of Dragon's Den are listening, I'm not very keen on your programme. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, any any more uh, any more texts? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're only asking any more texts because you know. Hold on, I'm going to cough. It's very unprofessional. Okay. <clears throat> you're uh, right there, Steptoe. It wasn't a very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncanny. Don't leave me, Aaron. Um. <laughs> so Jane from Torquay says, you're so right, Frank. And this is in regards to... Do you remember... Something th- I asked her in bed 12 years ago no. in a hotel <laughs> on the south coast. You but. said the lady with staples on a key ring or, who had, was very, was very organised. Do you remember? Yes. She says, she, I'm an NVQ assessor and I have to be organised. Well, you do, Jane. Yeah. Jane, did you say? Yes. Yes, well, well done, Jane. Um, when I find out what NVQ is, I shall congratulate you in a more detailed fashion. Is, Nash- it, is it the National Vocational Qualification? Oh, yeah, it'll, it be, is something, it'll be something like that. I, I think, don't have any doubts about that. I think at that. school we used to say that stood for not very quick. Did you? That's cruel. 
Yeah, it was at your bad, school. I feel bad about it. God, you had to be sent by a doctor to your school, didn't you? <laughs> After that blur rendition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a blur. That's what I think. So, have you have you made your big decision yet, Emily? My big decision is this with regard to my pet. Yes. Well, I want to buy a pet because I just I got really panicky when I was changing a light bulb the other day in heels. And I thought, because I have to wear them to reach, because the ladder's mean, not tall enough. Do you mean enough. you were changing one in heels, the no, interior decorator? wearing shop. a pair of heels. Oh, you OK. Because okay. my ladder's not quite tall enough. Can you get, get special light bulb changing high heels that are so high you That'd can be, just walk that would, around? That, 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 put that next yeah, to, next to the, oh, yeah, the, the, the male symbol shaped I wear platforms to change light bulbs in, because my ladder's not quite tall enough, so I wear high heels. And I just have that panicky moment. I think, what if I fell off the ladder in the stilettos or the platforms? And then something terrible happened. Well, at least you'd be found dead in nice shoes. I'd look nice, yeah. yeah. But I, I do panic a bit because I live on my own. And I think at least if I had a pet, it would like raise the alarm like Skippy if something bad happened. I wouldn't count on that. Oh, OK. No. Well, if you got a giraffe, of course, you could get rid of the stepladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get a pet, but I don't want to get something common or garden like a dog or a cat. So no. I was thinking a fox. I don't <laughs> think... No, but I, listen. I like you say something, something not common or garden. <laughs> One of the most popular places to see foxes in the city. Uh, no, because I, I don't think you can. You, you can, can own a fox. You can degland them so that they don't smell so much. Oh, you can degland them. I've got a special knife for it. <laughs> but we're not talking you're, about my hunting and poaching days. You're not going days. near my fox, and I want to get a little suit for it, like Foxy Bingo, no. and I'd have it on a lead. Well, What's I think that's that? all. I think that's probably all right. And I might wax it as well, like because it. Um, no, just because the you tail... want a naked fox. <laughs> no, That's horrible. just where it get the fur gets too rough because I'd want it All in the right. bed and I wouldn't want it to be too rough. If you um, wax the fox's <laughs> tail, you'd, you'd in a way you'd uh, you'd rob it of its an essential personality. You want you? to wax a fox so it's better in bed. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I didn't say that. No, look, I think, I think we've got into we've gone into a strange fantasy now. By the way, speaking of strange fantasies, Reece Shearsmith is on the show very shortly. Hmm. Um, should we call him Reese Shearsmith from, um... He is still part of the League of Gentlemen, yeah, but he's doing the psychobillet. But it's all right to say from League. He's not going to come yeah, on and say, why no. keep going on about League of Gentlemen? Yeah. That's my past. Is it gonna, it's not going to no, be like that, is it? Blur, no. No. Someone's just said, forget the pet, take me home instead. Oh, mm, Basil Brush. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris on the M25. You wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy Basil Brush's chances of changing a light bulb. <laughs> you, can, you can, Chris, but you'll need to have your glands removed before. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll need to be waxed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can keep them. We can put them in a jar for you, but um, you, you can't have them. I, when it was really hot the other day, we, we had a weird thing. We opened our patio doors. Which glands do you remove, by the way? Is it the, the tear glands <laughs> for when it's been waxed? <laughs> Bum bum! <laughs> Too hot for Fox. Sorry, we um we opened. I said Fox. <laughs> anyone who's just tuned in. I'm really glad you cleared that yeah. up. Well, I don't want any misunderstanding. <laughs> we opened the door in the lounge, and then we're in a bungalow, so it's all on the same floor to let air through. But in, then in the bedroom, Laura said, oh, "I can hear something. Something's come into the lounge." Oh God! Was it a fox? It wasn't a fox. Oh, but. Yeah, we thought it might be a fox because we hear foxes outside and they make terrible sounds for I love it that's why I like it them was awful. it a uh, guess guess was it a tapir it wasn't a tapir was it a slender loris it was <laughs> it was we found we've got a se little sequined silver cushion that um, Laura chose oh yeah a tiny liberati had come yeah. in from the garden and sat on it <laughs> on this silver cushion a frog on a cushion if you'd have kissed that frog 
It would have turned into uh, Prince Charles. I incre- Laura can hear a frog. Any fr- everybody from can hear another a frog. room. <laughs> everybody can hear. I've never seen the Budweiser advert. Bum 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 la la la. Enough singing doing. for one day now. It's another Paul McCartney. So Paul McCartney is getting a very good airing today. Actually, but I, yeah, I did say Fox and nothing else. Uh, did you see when Andy Murray was accused of swearing by the uh, umpire? I was yesterday? he. And he went, I, 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 what, what was I? But, you know, he's like, sort of, what was I supposed to say? Weird voice. I'm I'm sorry. The bloke said, well, how could I possibly know what you say when you just go, <laughs> so I thought he had a good point. Absolute radio. It's been an odd morning, hasn't it, in many ways. <laughs> I think I might be having some sort of an aneurysm. Um, so we, we're with, um, I was going to say Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> yeah. and loads of people would have found in and asked questions about yeah, the shape of her chin. <laughs> and, uh, but we're not, we're with Reese Shearsmith yeah, of um, League of Gentlemen fame. Yes, you, you off look, of. If you, if I, now, I don't mean to be in any way uh, insulting. You're looking oh, a bit God. clammy, Reese. You're sweating up a bit. Right, yeah, well, that's because I hate the sun. Mm. And I just sweat in, in anger of it. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it beautiful? It's supposed to be people no. happier. Well, I, I know, yeah, people. I am odd, I think, but I hate it. I, I find it's intolerable and sufferable. You just want to get out of it. I try and stay in as much as I can in, in a cool room. My girlfriend's like this. She, um, she, like, rails. I find anything good about it. What's good about it? You feel uncomfortable. You you can't do anything because you just fag it out. Yeah, well, <laughs> leave it. Um, I uh, I like the opportunity as a fifty-two-year-old man to walk around in shorts and ankle socks because I know that the youth around me are appalled. And why should they? <laughs> learn, kind why of should their life be endlessly fun <laughs> when you can present to them what they're going to become? Exactly. <laughs> I actually carry a, a large sign that says "Coming soon" <laughs> as, I, as I walk around the West End. <laughs> No, I do like it. I like. It. I was in Greece recently. It was thirty-nine degrees. Would you believe? Well, what could? What do you do? Well, the brilliant thing is, like they do in all these countries, it's not very much. Right, I see. Because yeah. they they get busy in the morning, and then about twelve, they think well, that'll do me for three or four hours, yeah. and then everyone just does nothing. And there's something great about that. Yeah. Well, I don't. I think it's just. Um, it makes me feel like I'm ill. That's what yes. this would be like. I find it well, uh, what's your, you must be a, 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 a very fervent campaigner against global warming. Yes, and that's the other thing, of course. Yeah, it's a nightmare, I think. I'm we... afraid, Reese, it's going to get worse. <laughs> yes. <and> worse. <laughs> well, I don't mind nothing. when it snows. I love the cold. I love winter. I love um, from September onwards. I'm that's because it's I'm not happy. hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a logic to that. I think you'll find. <laughs> no, but I like Halloween. But it's going to get hotter. Yeah, I this know. is the tip of. The, that's a terrible analogy. Yeah, not, it's not the tip <laughs> of the iceberg, the of the iceberg is it? No. It's the tip of the. That's um, gone, melted away. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's gone. It's taking several poor polar bears with it. But hi, so um, <laughs> <laughs> you're okay. I mean, you're going to a, a fate today. Is that I right? am. Yeah, it's my <clears throat> children's school's uh, summer fair today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you just—I I can't imagine you d- going there with. He's your, doing the face painting. Are you doing the face I'm painting? I'm doing the face. I'm on the face painting stall for half an hour. Yeah. Can you imagine what those kids are going to look like? Are they going to be going? Die! Next one, please. Your mouth now. I might have to clap that. Do you know I did? A, I did a sitcom once, and we we rehearsed and for about three weeks, and then uh, shot it for about three weeks. More than that, perhaps the whole thing was two months. And you know, when you hang around in a gang, you have a saying that you all. And we were all doing the voice. Going, right. You're my wife. I'm sorry, it's not very good, but mine's a bit more like Zippy from yes. the radio. <laughs> yes. You're my wife now. What do you think, George? 
Um, <laughs> and yet our whole period was doing was you doing, doing uh, that. Doing Isn't that. it odd how oh, you touch people's lives? It is, yeah. I mean, that thing was such a strange... You would never have thought that that would have latched on, you know, in any way, shape or form. It was just a strange private joke. In case you don't know it, it's a... It's a it, it, well, can you describe it? Well, <laughs> she said it's Papa Lazarus. Yeah, one of the characters called. in the League of Gentlemen was this strange kind of ringmaster circus clown... Um, freaky character that came into the town and he was, he had like a black minstrel face but he, and he had this incredibly deep, strange voice and, and the revelation was he was taking people's wives away with them in this strange harem. It's a very weird um, <laughs> And they're all called story. Dave. And, all, and he called everyone Dave, yeah. <laughs> but that came from, and I've told this story hundreds of times, my landlord that I used to share a flat with and he would never recognise me as being part of the tenancy agreement so he would always ring up and talk to Steve <laughs> and if, you, if I was, if I answered the phone he was like, oh, that's Dave. <laughs> no, no, stay there. <laughs> no, no, you speak just. I want to speak to Steve. <laughs> so it was just that, that was. The I voice. could listen to the voice all day. <laughs> Absolute radio. You're my wife now. Yes. Is, what's wrong? Well, can you give me any coaching? It's on not um, guttural enough. It needs no, to be. Yeah. Can I try it? Can I try it? Go on. You're my wife now. Better. <laughs> A bit better, yeah. And I like the sort of slight lesbian element. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gareth, you missed that. I think you missed Gareth, that. Gareth, you'll go. You're my wife. No. <laughs> I, I didn't like the pause. You took I me didn't. by, no, by surprise. Um, yeah. We had an amazing... When we, me and my wife watched the first episode together, and um, I didn't know, but on, on like chat shows and stuff, and I think on morning TV they'd showed some of the clips. So, you know, with um, David and Maureen? Yes. So David, who's the son, who's the ser- into serial killers. Yeah, and his mum was... Yeah, and it's a very it, strange relationship yes, where they're a bit is. too close, aren't they? And there's a bit where um, <laughs> where he's cl- she's cleaning the dead skin off his back. And Scratching Laura had back. seen a, uh, a clip of this before. And so just before we were watching it, and just before she said it... Um, Maureen said it. Laura said, "I'll go and get the dustpan and brush." <laughs> and then she and then says, I said it as yeah. the character. Yeah, and it completely freaked me out. That's weird. <laughs> go and fetch a dustpan and brush. I've got half your back between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel, I feel they're getting a taste of the people who haven't yeah. seen it are being, are being yeah, drawn in. Catch up. I'll do a quick catch up for you. So. Um, d- I was going to ask you what else you've got, but you've already told me you can't, you've got secret things coming up yeah, that you can't well, talk about. Can't talk you about. did art, didn't you, in the West I did, End? and so did you, didn't you? I yeah. did. Which character I did was, you play? I um, was Ivan. Oh, I was Ivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw oh. you. I actually saw you. Oh, God, and you still did it. Yes. I bet you thought, well, actually, that's quite <laughs> well, easy Well, anyone to do. could do this. Exactly. Well, yeah. you were quite right. A lot of uh, a lot of sort of non-actors were brought in to play that part. Yeah, it was good though. It was that hard speech. Don't wasn't say it? It that. That sounds like he's not an actor, and he is an actor. No, I meant me. Oh, yeah. I meant yeah, me. Meant he's been self-depreciating. Okay. So protective of the of the guests you yeah. are. <laughs> not not of me in any way, of course. <laughs> did you enjoy doing your time as in as an actor? You know. Um, well, you know, I I did really like it because it was a proper play. Yeah, really and, good play. Uh, and they all said to me, "You're not going to start improvising." Are you and stuff like Because you know, when a comedian turns up, they think he's going to be turned into the crowd and go, yes, well, yes. what do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> but no, I took it incredibly seriously. Yeah, and yeah. three months is a good, is a good period Absolutely, to be in. Absolutely, yeah. And I, short. It was short, no interval. Yeah, exactly. Great, and you, it, had, yeah. Uh, you had Mondays off, and, and it was, oh, it's right, had all, all, the, all the good things about yes, acting. Time off, <laughs> not very long. So yeah, it's yeah. Great. <laughs> I you found that Wednesday matinee, well. we could do it an hour and a quarter. That's right, yeah. <laughs> straight through, at a gallop. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did do the producers, yeah, that was, a, that was tough. That nearly killed me, that. Two and a half hours leaping around, singing and dancing on stage. I was Leo Bloom in the producers. Uh, that's, it's a great part, though. Great part, yeah, I loved it. I really loved doing it. Oh, and all those dancing girls. 
Yes, fantastic. Yeah, it made you feel very cool and kind of in with the breeze, not cool. Oh, so it made me feel very hot. <laughs> yes, well, it would you, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would you. <laughs> you just like the heat. <laughs> I do. Well, that's it. It's very quick and thingy, but I know, can thanks. I just say again, watch Psychoville. It's 10 o'clock. It's Thursday nights on BBC yes, Two. Yes, do watch it. And, and you're uh, proof that you can get into it, even yeah, though it's... And I'll tell you what's brilliant through. about it. It's a lot of television is quite the same, whereas Psychoville feels really different, and, uh, and well done to you for creating that. Thank you, yeah. No, we're very pretty, uh, pleased with it, and it is, you know, it's, there's a lot of care going into it, and I hope that, and apparently that shows, that's great. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That was the way you did it. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. He was lovely, wasn't he, Reese? I really liked yeah, him. Yeah, we liked him. I thought he'd be violent and frightening. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's a, he's a really nice chap. Um, I look forward to seeing him again in 12 years. Mm. Have, have, have we had any uh, feedback from what I now like to call my, my friends out there? <laughs> um, well, we've got some great keyring stuff. You're doing readings for people from their keyrings. <laughs> well, we've had, but we've had some positive uh, responses mm. to that. I think I could... Uh, I, yeah, if Derek yeah. Acora can make a living out of <laughs> yeah. quite simply making things up... It's cold reading, isn't it? It's By like, the way, um, if, if any fans of Derek Acora <gasps> are listening... Um, I seriously believe he does just make things up. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy Cooper from London, right? This is a good one for you. That was my go. apology, just in case <laughs> yeah, there's any legal problems. Just to clear things up. Chrissy Cooper says, My keyring has a pink and blue ribbon, a guardian angel, an England rugby motif, and a trolley token. What do you make of that? Pink and blue ribbon. Yep. So she's a bi- bisexual sports <laughs> fan. <laughs> guardian angel. Yeah, Guardian Angel suggests that she um, is worried about the modern world and the way it's going. Mm. And that I think the supermarket trolley is... There's a Dale Winton theme that I, <laughs> I'm not prepared to. England rugby motif? Um, I think... I don't like people who like rugby. I've gone off her. <laughs> so... Get rid um, of that bit. Someone you don't it's like. It's so harsh. No. You can't just dismiss someone because they no, like rugby. No, I like it. What's, 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 what's she called again? Um, Chrissy Cooper. I didn't mean that, Chrissy Cooper. But I don't. I don't like rugby. I associate rugby with men with posh accents and thick necks going oh, bazimba, zimba, zimba, bazimba, zimba, and being sexist and generally not very pleasant. If there's any rugby fans listening, yes, I do think that about rugby. <laughs> <laughs> That's another apology out of the way. I think you know you've got to keep an eye on uh, not offending people. Mo- Mo's keyring is a battered red heart with most of the paint chipped off. Well, I think that kind of basically <laughs> speaks for itself, doesn't Aww, it? She's a, a very, man. very um, down-at-heel butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Specialising in offal. Hey, Frank, someone suggested a pet that I can have. Oh, go on. It's a, d- a dog called a Shiba Inu, and apparently it's like a fox. And it, she says, uh, this lady, has Rose, in Hertfordshire, says they make a fantastic noise called the Shiba Scream. I like the sound of that. The Sheba scream, yeah. Because if, if if you ever hear, if you ever heard a fox scream in the night, dreadful. I love it. It's yeah. my, I love that noise. I, I heard one the other night going, "Help, <laughs> help!" <laughs> I looked out and I, I, I saw Emily getting it into the boot of a car, <laughs> holding in the other hand a small velour three-piece suit on a coat hanger. I can tell you, I was completely startled. And a pot of wax. Yes, indeed. A pot of wax. I feel we've come to the end of our, what I like to call our tether. <laughs> um, it's, been a, it's been a very different morning, but I, you know I love doing this show. I'd do this show, I'd do a 24-hour charity version of this show. 
in which every link I spoke in a different language. <laughs> um, don't hold me to that, by the way, if, uh, if, the, if the bosses of Absolute um, are listening. It's been, uh, so it's been me, Frank Skinner, and, uh, and Joe Russell is coming up next, so stay around for that. Thanks, Em and uh, Gareth. I don't know why. Thank you, being paid. <laughs> um, it's been beautiful. This is uh, Green Day. No, it isn't. That was Green Day. Oh, it's all going so well. I've spoiled it at the very last hurdle. It's like Devon Locke in the Derby. If you don't know about that, Google it. It's, uh, is it We Are the People by Empire of the Sun or is it Empire of the Sun by We Are the People? I feel I know betray my lack of knowledge of modern music. Anyway, you just take that. It's an anagram of what it is. Good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.